you know, I uh, I was in Boston this weekend seeing my How sister. Was it? it was so yeah. nice. Me and my parents went up to see her um, for her birthday. And birthday. I know, right? Happy birthday, Zoe. Love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, oh, there's this uh, there's this Hokusai exhibit who's he's the artist who did the wave which is like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. She was That's like, big time. Yeah. She was like, there's an exhibit on him at the Museum of Fine Arts. Like, I was thinking we could go. So we're like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. We pull up. There's the biggest line we've ever seen. And we're like, mm-hmm. oh, did you get tickets ahead of time? And she was like, I did not. It sold no, out. No, I didn't. So, <laughs> you bet your ass I didn't. <laughs> so then we're like, okay, okay. So we'll do this like other museum. And she's like, got it. I'll look for tickets. And it sold out. And then <laughs> she was like, I know what we can do. Let's go see the new Spider-Man movie. And she she was like, okay, I got some, like, Hannah, these are the available seats. And it's like two right in the front looking right at the screen and two other like random seats and i was like zoe we are not doing this no absolutely not because we first of all 50 percent of us are gonna be miserable watching this movie yeah and then the other like we can't even watch it together i know Uh, and i was like come on man come on we did actually look for tickets for tonight to go see the new Spider-Man and like almost everywhere is sold out. Still? That and Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Wow. Honestly, yeah. I'm I'm happy for that movie. Pop off. Oh, yeah. Little Mermaid. I was like, oh my God, I'm so jazzed to see this movie. I hope, but it's like, it, I think I saw this, it has grossed like 250 million in the first opening weekend or something like that. God damn. I am jazzed for Little Mermaid. I am so like, stoked that that movie is doing well yeah um, i yeah, do think it's out, so. i do think it's important that like the it was so controversial with its casting and now it's like crushing it controversial for no reason and right. now it's annoyingly controversial yeah. yeah and now it's crushing it which is really really nice but then i'm also mm-hmm. like or we could i don't know stop making remakes yeah with yeah tiny little fish and cursed looking crabs <laughs> I guess Melissa McCarthy plays um, Ursula. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, all right. This, I don't know about you, but like, so I I do this in every animated movie. I almost can't watch the movie because I'm trying to identify the voice. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, I we just watched the Mario Brothers movie, and I was like, oh, and that's like a that's like a who's who a voice of voices who's who it has got like an a-list cast and like this one scene i didn't understand a single thing that happened because i was like whose voice is that like i just could not oh my god absorb any other information than like trying to place it in my dumb little brain Do you want to tell everybody what the show is? Yes. Welcome to Disastrous. This is the show um, that talks about the real the real whoopsies in life, the real screw-ups, the real um, unnecessary Lin-Manuel Miranda songs added to uh, remakes <laughs> of animated Disney films. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a, a great way to put it. I always want to compare our show to like a sandwich of I don't know why. <laughs> A sandwich? 
yeah, like just I'm like, like uh, it's like any sandwich. Well, I guess it's maybe like a like a meatball sub. Mm, okay, because it's messy, mm-hmm. um, but it's meaty. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, we're we're the good bread. We're the sweet yeah. Italian homemade bread. So, mm. you know, you, you do get that. I don't know why, like, sandwich analogies always come to me. But I'm Amanda. And I'm Hannah. <laughs> yeah. And oh. uh, you're going you're gonna to lay out a little uh, disaster meatball sub for me. All right. Yeah, so my story so. today is inspired by my weekend. So we were in Boston. Everything was fucking sold out. It was impossible. Right? Mm-hmm. And instead, I was like, okay, Zoe, what are we going to do for your birthday? What do you want to do? And she was like, can we do something so stupid and so touristy that I would never do on my own? You know? Absolutely. It's like it's like living in New York and, like, I've never seen the Empire State Building. Like, and I've lived in New York my entire life. Yeah, I've it, never been to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's just certain things. So what we did was we went on a duck tour. <gasps> Yes. Have I you tour. have you done one? I don't think I've ever done. I, I, I said it like I have. I am like, <laughs> I love the idea of a duck. tour. Yeah. Like I love a boat that's cosplaying as a duck mm-hmm. and also can move like a car. Yeah. I'm I'm into it. The whole yeah. thing. I know. And you're thinking like, how can one boat do so much? Um, <laughs> apparently it can't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, it can and it can. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into a lot today, actually. There's surprisingly (laughs) a lot there um, with duck tours. So me and my family, we're sitting on this duck tour. Me and Zoe in the first seat, my parents in the back, uh, and my brothers, you know, across the country. We're about to take off. I look back and my mom is reading an article on her phone about duck tour fatalities. And I'm like... (gasps) Cool, cool. That's where I get this from. That's where... Yep, exactly. I was like, yeah. God, that seems so on brand. Like, I just, so like, mm-hmm. All of those, like, those articles and the TV shows. Like, I literally watched Airplane Disasters, the show, mm-hmm. with my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what we watched. Like, yeah. Like, somebody didn't put a screw in right, and we're like, oh, no. Yeah. And I'm like, we're already in the situation we're already sitting down. You know, we're not going to cause a scene. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about duck tours in general. And one specific, like, we're having fun, but it is like a very tragic, probably preventable incident. Got it. That we're going to get to eventually. So duck boats are a nickname for D-U-K-W boats. It's an acronym. Um, They are an amphibious modification of military trucks. So basically they can do land and sea. And they were first used by the U.S. and Allied forces in World War II. Okay. So they were like originating there. Um, Good job, y'all. And then the U.S. used them in Korean Wars. We actually used them until like 2012 or something oh, in wow. our army. Yeah. And do you think like during the inception of like this idea, they were like stopping their Jeeps or whatever on the coastline and they're like, man, I wish this fucking thing would float. I wish we could just 
drive it into the water. It would just... Well, I imagine it's like, it's World War II. You're, we're fighting everywhere. Allied forces are fighting everywhere. And like, I could understand, I could see being like, oh, we like, England needs a way to like, Mm -hmm. get across the ocean. So Mm -hmm. actually, duck boats were what were used in Normandy on D-Day. Oh my God. Yeah. What? Those were what those were. I did not see that in Saving Private Ryan. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> no, but like those big boats that they like all run out of and then the boats follow them up onto the, the beach. Those are DKUW boats. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. So they're not perfectly designed, even, you know, when they were just being used for like military things. Some of them capsized while doing that landing on Omaha Beach. But still, they're used, you know, until 2012, like I said. Yeah. Regularly um, for decades. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then the ones that weren't being used still in the Army were retired. Some were given to the police. Some were given to fire departments. And some were used for tourism. The best ones? <laughs> <laughs> Was it the best ones in the most tip-top shape? Was it the safest ones with the newest <laughs> materials, please? I have a feeling I know the answer, but I'll let you tell me. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I think I think all of them were kind of like a bit of a crapshoot as right. to whether they would like do good or not. So um, the first use for a duck boat for tourism is in Wisconsin Dells which is in Wisconsin, which are you, you're from Wisconsin, right? Yep. I'm from Wisconsin. And like, we've been going to the Dells since I was a little kid. It's okay, very amazing. like summertime touristy area. Yeah. It's got, like water parks and like fudge shops and da da da. Like, yeah. um, like it's a very like mini golf <laughs> kind of place, but you go there and you always go there in the summertime, wherever you are in Wisconsin, especially if you have kids you go there absolutely it's a ghost town in the winter but yeah that's they've got duck boats and you'll see them like drive the duck you see the boat like drive down the street yeah no they like are on like populated streets so yeah yeah yeah. um they were founded in 1946 there so like right after world war ii this guy named melvin flath was like you know what i'm gonna bring this boat over to the dells um, and just start doing tours. And doing to this that, man, day, brilliant. yeah, he did great idea to this day. That company that he founded is the biggest company with over 90 vehicles and it's still operating. So it's ah! been operating for like 70 <laughs> years or something. You see like you meet some girl in a bar and you're like, she's heiress to the duck boat. For I know. <laughs> She's a flat. <laughs> Such an icky sounding name. So there are duck tours in like Boston, Seattle, San Diego, like San Francisco, Maine, Detroit, Alaska, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Miami, St. Louis, Austin. And like, I'm sure there are more that I'm. Any city where there's like water? Any or... city where there's a river or a harbor or a big lake. And right. then there's also ones in like Queensland, Australia and Dublin and Windsor. And Belgium, London, Liverpool, and a lot of those European ones are like, these are boats that were used in the D-Day landing. They're like (laughs) 
the original. They're like, yeah. we painted it, though, so it's fine. Yeah, but, like, that's insane. <laughs> that is wild. That, like, these war vehicles mm-hmm. were, like, just have transitioned over, what, 60-something years? Is that 80 years? Right? To be, like, fully... Yeah. We just use them. Just see them we around. Them. We ain't gonna throw that away. Are you kidding me? That's that's our golden egg. So we, me and my family, were on this tour boat and we're like, my mom's looking it up. And of course, as soon as I see her look it up, I also have to look it up. And I was kind of comforted by the fact that like, as far as safety concerns go, Boston is one of the best cities at it. So okay. they have, um, they've had no water accidents. They uh, have blind spot cameras now. And they have two people on board so that one person is driving and the other one is, like, talking and leading the tour, which is good because I don't know if you've driven in Boston, but that is, like, the worst city in the world to drive in. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Is it even worse than New York? Oh, the most, like, confusing signs. You have Mm. to, like, be in, like, the right lane or next thing you know, you're, like, on the highway. Half the streets are one way. It's not a grid. Shit doesn't make sense. Like, it's... Uh, I can't with it. Every day sounds like a panic attack. Like, there's oh, no... a, a, you ha- it's constant vigilance driving there. Um, unfortunately, the reason Boston is so good is because there was a pedestrian accident in which 28-year-old Allison Warmoth was hit and killed in 2016. Oh, my God. Yeah. By a duck boat? By or... a duck boat. Because they used to have just these giant blind spots because they weren't made to be on pedestrian streets. They're made to be military vehicles. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I was like, why a duck boat and not like any other giant blind spot? Yeah. So they now have these like pretty great cameras. I think her parents were really active in like making that happen. Um, Sounds law. Yeah, they're like maybe I don't even know, but <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's how that's how they got Allison's law, mm. <laughs> um, which is like sad, but like thank God that like they made changes, yeah, because yeah. that hey that doesn't always happen as we're gonna see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, and also as we've seen through like forty or so episodes, yeah, it doesn't always happen. They're like, hey, <sighs> tragic what happened mm-hmm. to your daughter but like would you consider it an act of god and then and then <laughs> they're like no we wouldn't it was an act of um the people who made the duck boat and the driver <laughs> mm-hmm. directly yep. so the national transportation safety board which I told you a little bit about in our airplane episode, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they can make recommendations for safety, but they have no way of implementing them. They have no authority. Got it. So in 1999, there was an accident in Hot Springs, Arkansas, where a duck boat named Miss Majestic sank. And... Wait, it straight up sank? It sank. Because the way... If you've seen one in the water, they're very low down. Like you're very, it's very submerged. And Mm -hmm. so once it starts taking on water through like the big open windows, you're done. So like it's, 
it's you're you're not gonna take like a little tiny Dixie cup and scoop that shit out exactly like it's, no it's terrible uh, you're already like 90% sunk just when you get on the boat exactly yeah the boat it, gotcha. like the way it looks is yeah sunk. yeah it, it looks like it is already sinking and then yeah. when it does sink you're like oh we've only got 10% more to go yeah right so 13 people were killed in this oh, accident um and the National Transportation Safety Board did an investigation and we're like, hey, here's what we think should happen. We think you should take off the canopy that's overhead. There's like a plastic kind of covering over top. We think you should add like this backup buoyancy, like add this like foam to make it sink slower. And yeah. the Coast Guard and these individual companies because most of the duck boats are run by like individual companies in each city we're kind of like no that's okay what no don't yeah no that's okay me no no that's all right all right sir sir sit down (laughs) you don't get to just pass yeah i mean technically you do get to just pass if you want to but yeah no, there's, like, no regulation of these, like... Yeah, like, they can't do anything. They're like, we suggest you do these things to save lives. And they're like, eh, I don't think so. And it, it's like, I could imagine working at the NTSB and being like, it's like a spinning top rolling out of control. Because yeah. there are, like, dozens of, if not hundreds of these companies. I don't know. And they don't have to follow your regulations. It's so right. like, crazy. It- if you don't actually have the authority or the infrastructure into like to enforce these things, mm-hmm. there's no you're just like why? Mm-hmm. Like for to save lives, that's a good reason, but they don't have to listen to us. Yeah. They can tell us to fuck ourselves. Yeah. And they do a lot. They tell us to fuck ourselves. Whole job <laughs> is being told to fuck yourself. <laughs> Poor guys. They're like, I have a badge and everything, and people just constantly telling me to uh, fuck myself. Like, Worst. I can see the future, and no one <laughs> believes me. Exactly. And they're like, all right, you lunatic. And they're like, no, this is not safe. This is bad. So Ugh. it's super frustrating, especially when we look at the accident that we're really going to dive into today. Branson, Missouri. Have you ever been there? Branson, Missouri? Yeah. No? I yeah. don't think so. I don't know. Is there anything there? Well, it's kind of like the Dells, I think, in that it's oh, like okay. a tourist hotspot. It's like museums and wineries and theme parks and like theaters that have live music and events. Fun. Yeah. It's got one of those like good old fashioned America vibes that's like Dolly Parton Stampede and like an 1800s themed amusement park. Like... <laughs> <laughs> They probably have, like, a ye old shop. (laughs) Just, just, I I will let you go on, but just one quick question. Knowing what you and I know about the 1800s, would you go to that theme park? If it was realistic. (laughs) If it was true to life. They're like, ever heard of tuberculosis and your loved ones being dug up in the grave? (laughs) You know what a vampire is, miss? And we're like, whoa. like... It's a TB patient. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) But like, do you know what? Do you know about plumbing and sewers? We don't. (laughs) Oh, no, I would not. Have you ever drank beer out of the street? (laughs) 
<laughs> we got you. That's the only way we serve it. I might go in there maybe with like a mask and some like rubber boots on. Right. Like, Lots of out. hand sanitizer. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's more like m- mining is fun. Let's go in mine carts. <laughs> okay. Sure. I mean- I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know if mining is fun, but yeah, sure. <laughs> is that the activity that we're going to? All right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm always down, but. <laughs> so here's the deal. Branson is right next to Table Rock Lake. So mm-hmm. we got water. We got tourism. What does that equal? <laughs> Duck boats, baby. <laughs> Duck boats. <laughs> so. Jackpot. Ride the Ducks Branson was a duck boat operating company owned by Ripley Entertainment. Which is, yes, the Ripley entertainment. Oh. Yeah. Of like, Got believe it. it or not, and stuff. Yeah, with that really long swoop on the Y. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, I was reading this over and over, and I was like, surely not. And yeah. So, <laughs> July 19th, 2018. It's looking like another beautiful day in Branson. It is hot as hell outside, 90 degree temperatures. The skies yeah. are clear. And at about 6 p.m., the last duck boat tours are boarding. Earlier that day, a little after 11 a.m., there had been a bit of a weather warning. But surely we don't need to worry about that, right? Yeah, Midwest in the summertime. It's like it's going to clear up in an hour. Yeah. Yeah. The crews knew that there was a storm coming. They knew that the weather crews had predicted a storm in the, you know, early evening. So... It's beautiful. It's bright outside. They figure, let's do the water part of the tour first. Usually you go around the city and then you get into the water. But they were like, let's go water first just in case this storm comes through. There are life jackets on board. But uh, one witness, Tia Coleman, remembers that the crew member was like, don't worry, you won't need them. Well, don't, don't say that. I know. Don't say it out loud. Don't jinx yourself like god damn oh god it's like some people have never heard of a jinx and it shows i know (laughs) because you don't have it in your head you don't have it in your brain (laughs) so uh just before 6 30 charles baltzell who was in charge of monitoring the weather for this ride the docks tour company he gave the go-ahead to the cruise to start the tour But a few minutes later, a severe thunderstorm warning was issued for the counties bordering the lake. And Charles Baldzell either didn't see the warning or he was fooled by the appearance of like the calm lake and the clear sky because he didn't tell the boats to turn around. Oh, no. Yeah. I genuinely thought you were going to be like, so he radioed in and was like, get him off the water. I know. The fact that there is a person whose job is monitoring the weather and the weather was not being monitored is like pretty crushing. And you can also set alerts. Yes. So you don't have to be staring at the app the whole time. If you just get a weather alert, you get like a special little like Tweety Bird. I'm also, you know, I'm sure he had some like exclusive access. This was his, yeah, this is his job. It's a big corporation. It's Ripley Entertainment. Yeah. You can check all of the weather sites all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, use up all of your data. Get a few monitors. Get like three monitors. But no, people think he might have been like closing up the store or like doing other responsibilities, which uh, I say wait. 
Um, yeah. So the owner of a lakeside business recalls that it turned dark and the wind kicked up like I've never seen before. I thought it was tornadic winds. Mm-hmm. There, at this point, are 60 to 70 mile per hour winds hitting the lake. Oh my God. Insane. That's insane. I have never... Yeah experience that yeah and all all my times on lakes like and it's it's one of those things where like I'm sure you experience this when you're like walking around the city and like being in the heart of you know the Bronx or Brooklyn is very different from like being on like Randall's Island and exposed yeah (laughs) and you're on a lake there is nothing protecting you you're just on the open water so the boats are thoroughly in the lake at this point. One of them, or they both turn back, and one of the boats is able to kind of move a bit faster and makes it to shore. The second boat, which is called Stretch Duck 7, is lagging behind. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the witness, we're going to go back to her a few times, Tia Coleman. She's a pretty, she's been very outspoken with her mm-hmm. experience. Um, she recalls, like, that she wasn't worried about the waves. She thought it was really fun. However, she starts to get worried. And then within a minute of starting to get worried, she's underwater. Oh my God. It happened that quickly. It happened that fast. Oh my God. I mean, like that's like when you're in a plane and you get a little bit of turbulence, you you're like, Hmm, that's kind of weird. And then you're crashing like that. It's, it's like zero to a hundred. It's insane. Oh God. And of course, of course, a passenger is going to think like, yeah, this is fun. We're fine. No one who's in charge is freaking out. Yeah. And it's like, but that's the responsibility of the captain and the other yeah. crew member on board. And, you know, mostly the captain is to say like, hey, let's start getting those life jackets on. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, you're not going to need them, but put them on. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Like, whatever you got to say. But say something because... Mm-hmm. Also, when you are like the captain of any kind of vessel like that, if you don't say anything and don't do anything, people inherently trust you. They're like, yeah. this is this guy's whole job. Like, I'm not going to question yeah. what this dude's whole thing is. So I'm sure it's fine. Like, and you're setting the tone. So if you're able, if you're like, hey, this is no big deal, but let's put life jackets on. Like, you can do that calmly. But mm-hmm. like, to not kind of react at all is is like negligence in my opinion yeah 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 wow yeah that's crazy so there's a nearby showboat which is kind of like a larger boat that has entertainment on board dinner on board sometimes and there's actually footage someone on that boat was taking footage of this duck boat and that showboat the what's it called the branson bell starts making emergency messages they see that they're in danger and so this larger boat that's fine in the waves starts reaching out yeah great good good on them (laughs) good job (laughs) so first responders get on boats they make it to the scene divers arrive and they start to go under and try and find passengers and crew people are being pulled onto the branson bell um, for safety, people are being pulled onto the emergency boats. You know, there's CPR everywhere. It is like chaos. It's a mess. Oh, yeah. God. So Tia Coleman recounts that she remembers hitting her head on something and assumed it was the canopy overhead. 
the canopy that the National Transportation Safety Board recommended removing right, 20 like, years ago. Off. And they're like, but what about shade? People like shade. Mm. And they're like, yeah, but if you sink, it could wrap the whole thing up like a burrito mm-hmm. and everyone could die. Yeah. <laughs> like, And I will say the ones in Boston, though, did still have that canopy. And I don't know if like maybe it was like easier to remove or what, but it, it, they're still using them. So, oh, so oh, she says she can't, she couldn't see or feel anything except the water getting colder, which means she's going down. down. She's kicking, she's fighting. And at a certain point, you know, she just gives up. Mm. That's when she starts to feel the water get warmer and she's floating to the surface. Oh my God. Yeah. Just like how the human body kind of naturally floats up. She was... Like, thank goodness that was happening. Wow. Mm-hmm. What, like, an experience to go through. You got, you get nightmares. Yeah. You Absolutely. definitely get nightmares. Absolutely. Um, oh, my God. Wow. How did yeah. she, was she wrapped up it or she was free sinking to the bottom and then? Well, so I think she was sinking. She must have hit her head and then kind of was, like, pushed away from the canopy and um, the duck boat we were on, at least, the windows are just, like, these little Velcro kind mm-hmm. of, like, plastic that you can push out pretty easily. Um, so she must have gotten out that way, I guess, or wow. whatever. It might. I think also one of the crew members at that point was able to retract the canopy. Um, mm-hmm. So she might have gotten out that way. Wow. Oh. So she's pulled onto a rescue boat. And she was one of 11 members on her family that boarded that boat. Oh, my God. How many of them made it? She and her nephew were the only ones to survive. Oh. And among those who died were her husband and her three children. Oh, Which God. is just like, oh, the so. The most tragic. <laughs> yeah. How do you even, like, I mean, not to go back to Hamilton, but, like, it's the, what, the unthinkable yeah yeah yeah. no it's it's completely she seems to be like like she's quoted as being like i know like god saved me for a reason like and she's been like very outspoken about her experience so like she's trying to make sure there are repercussions you know yeah so by the next morning by friday morning the next morning 17 people have been confirmed dead oh Including the driver of the duck boat, Robert Williams. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So what, like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean with, like, how did the boat sink or, like, what happened after? What happened after? Like, so, I mean, does the, yeah. does the company, like, go bankrupt or so, do they? Yeah, charges are filed. Massive lawsuit, right? Like, oh, yeah. A woman's husband and three children drowned like and you know six or five other of her family members exactly i was like if like if i were that one person i would be like i will not stop yeah until i tear this whole thing to the ground like yeah so there were felony felony criminal charges brought to three employees uh kenneth scott mckee who was the captain of the boat so I guess they have a driver for the land bit and then a captain maybe for the water bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Kenneth Scott McKee, who also was the man who was like, I'm not going to tell people to put 
life vessel. Mm-hmm. Curtis Lanham, who was the general manager, and Charles Baltzell, the man who was on duty and in charge of monitoring the weather and did not tell them to turn around. So felony charges are brought against. Yeah, absolutely. They're charged Mm -hmm. with, I think it was like first degree involuntary manslaughter. Um, Charges were brought several times to several different courts. Nothing stuck ever, which sucks. But Tia Coleman and other surviving family members or family members whose like family had gone on vacation and mm-hmm. were killed. Uh, they have brought 31 lawsuits to Ripley Entertainment, all of which were settled. So, you know what? Fuck it. Get some money out of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know it doesn't, it doesn't bring your family back, but like, like it doesn't mean they, shit, but like get, get some money out of them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <sighs> the NTSB, uh, faults the operator for not monitoring and responding to the changing weather. And they also like publicly criticize the Coast Guard for not taking their recommendations in, ni- <laughs> in 1999. Oh my God. I can't believe the Coast Guard too. Like, I know. This is your main thing, right? Is keeping people like safe on the water. And- yeah. And I can... I could see someone being like, no, but it's a land vessel. And that's, it's in such a a gray area because it's like a land vessel and a sea vessel. But it's How like. How about when it's in the water, we consider it a water vessel? Yeah. How about that? Huh? That doesn't seem like that fucking crazy. Or what if, um, what if you and whoever's in charge of the land part of things played nice and figured it out together, huh? Yeah. I mean. Take the land guy, the guy who drives it, and then, then the ship captain or whatever you call him on the water. Like, just figure it out. Figure it yeah. out. Yeah. So, so yeah. Ripley Entertainment doesn't launch any more duck tours that summer, of course. And <laughs> the following summer, they replaced Ride the Ducks with a new top ops patriotic experience with an outdoor maze, indoor laser tag, and other adventures. So they get rid of their duck tour kind of section of the company and just put this different experience in. Um, Okay. They did donate 10% of their 2019 season proceeds to first responders, but... Okay. Right? That's how I felt reading that. I was like, I guess. I guess. I mean, like... Like, they're still probably making buttloads of money off of this tourist community yeah it just like doesn't feel settled so much you know like i don't know like i'm trying to think of ideas and i'm like what if maybe make a duck hotel yeah and set it up for you know poor families or something i don't know i don't just make these things up on the spot hannah i just (laughs) you know me just just spit fun. This is no bad ideas and brainstorming, baby. <laughs> Give some money to the ducks. Make a Ugh. hotel for poor families with kids. Mm. Um, in the spring of 2022, Branson's Duck Tours opened up <gasps> at the Branson Landing. Not affiliated. No. Not affiliated at all with Ripley Entertainment or the previous company. Um... And the boats do include foam-filled hulls 
that mm-hmm. are like hopefully extra floaty. Um, mm-hmm. And their boats have been certified by the U.S. Coast Guard. But damn, I don't know if I trust the U.S. Coast Guard with well, these damn now. boats. <laughs> Definitely not now. But um, you really let us down here, Coast Guard. Yeah. So uh, as of spring of 2022, you can take a duck, take a duck tour again. I mean, just like Google it. Just Google it first, like Hannah's mom, and uh, just, you know, um, maybe, maybe, maybe if they don't, if they say you're not going to need a life jacket, just put one on. Just put one on. Because if we're playing the odds here, whoever your captain is, whatever, just jinxed you, and I would rather ride around with a life jacket on yeah just making my boob sweat and everything yeah then you're already sweaty it's summer yeah. in missouri you're already sweaty you've seen ozark you know how it is <laughs> it's got a blue tint but it's hot as fuck oh man wow yeah well uh at some point we will see you branson and i'll be safe on land just <laughs> I will be hanging out at Dolly's. What do they call it now? Dolly's Stampede. Dolly's Stampede. I'll be hanging out at the rodeo house. And I'll be pretending to mine. um, (laughs) And I will. I'll be looking into TB and. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe you could teach me how to lasso. I'm cool with that. All that sounds fun. Yeah. Oh. oh, wow. What a wild story. That's heartbreaking. It's, it's, I think there's something about like, and like good on her, like Tia Coleman's like visceral recounting of her experience. That's like, makes this story so very impactful. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we see that with like firsthand accounts that are, just wild and i can't imagine like just (laughs) have you ever heard the phrase god only tests the strong probably if i were tia coleman i was like tia long um nope if i were tia coleman i would literally be saying that to myself every day multiple times a day oh yeah god only tests the strong only tests the strong strong." absolutely i can't imagine oh well, thank you for telling me that. That yes. was. I had no idea such tragedy could come from those flipping butt duck tours. I know. I'm like, that's the most innocent, like Midwestern, like I was going on a duck tour. <laughs> and like, it's well, like I'll take my margarita. Yeah. And it's also something people like aren't like nervous about those mm. like duck boats. Because, like, they're Mm -hmm. so ubiquitous and they're so, like, silly and, like, such, like, a touristy thing that I feel like people are, like, whatever. But it's, like, be a little little nervous. Like, know your personal egress points. Well, and and you're right. It is something that seems so innocent. Mm -hmm. It's, like, would you be afraid to get on a paddle boat? Like, it's, like, that kind of, like... Oh, just summertime goofiness. Like, what, could, yeah. what bad could happen? Like, Yeah, exactly. And you know what kind of summertime badness can happen. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Tia, call us if you want to workshop book ideas. Yeah, just, you got a story. Just saying. 
deserves to be told. Oh, right. Wow. Uh, that was horrible and wonderful. Yeah. And I appreciate you. <laughs> On so, um, Yep, exactly what we do here. So um, do you want to tell everyone where to follow us and find us and hear more of these delightfully horrifying stories. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can go ahead and follow us on Disastrous Pod on Instagram. On TikTok, we are Disastrously Pod with an L-Y. Um, you can email us at disastrouspod at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us um, summer activities that you can do that don't involve duck boats. Yeah, and maybe it involves like a rope swing yeah. Or a, you know, a just a summer plunge into a river and you didn't think it was rolling that fast. Uh, whatever you have, send it to us because we like you. And, um, you know, rate this one, review it, subscribe, mm-hmm. send it to a pal if you want to. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, well, this has been Disastrous. I'm Amanda. I'm Hannah. And we love you and respect you. And we will catch you on the flippy floppy. Bye. Bye.